Hi guys, welcome to the Mission Empowered podcast with me, your host, Emily. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live a more empowered life through sharing my tips, my guidance, and my experiences on health, fitness, nutrition, and mindset, and hopefully we'll have some laughs along the way too. Any questions that you have about anything I talk about in the upcoming episodes, you can reach me over on Instagram at underscore em.powered. Thank you so much for giving me your time to listen today. I am super grateful and so glad you are here and I hope you enjoy the upcoming episode. Hi guys and welcome back to the Mission Empowered podcast and are you in for a treat today? Just before we start, I cannot believe I've been doing this podcast for way over a year and I've never specifically talked about morning routine like mind blown it's it's something I speak about probably daily to my clients and on check-ins and a lot of the time on Instagram as well and I was thinking I must have done what I must have done a podcast I must have done it and then I had a little scan through and I was like oh um gee I haven't I've spoke about habits I've spoke about daily habits but never really focused in on the importance of how we start our day and how our morning routine probably well yeah it has the biggest impact on the rest of our day so sorry about that girls I've been uh, letting you down on that one but don't worry because that's what we're going to talk about today so why am I so hyped about talking about morning routine well number one it's 8 30 in the morning and I've done my morning routine so I know I'm good for the day because everything I'm going to talk about today and how to set you up is majority of what I do every single day and have done for the past probably coming up to four years um so yeah and and I I do get as well on on um on Instagram if I'm if I have a chitter chatter you know the 6 7 a.m mark or you know a lot of the time I post that I'm out in my morning walks people will message me be like how are you such a morning person so um now you're gonna find out and you can implement because again something that I speak to people about is you know they get up and they go to the gym and they do the workout, but they're like, you know, oh, my energy levels, they start new that. And it's because they're not implementing other stuff, which is very important and very simple to, to implement to have the best day. So let's get into it, girls. Like I said, one of the biggest and most important reasons we should have a solid morning routine is because it is going to set the tone for your actions, for your mental state, for the rest of the day, for your productivity levels, for your mood, everything relies on what we do in the first few hours of getting up in the morning, okay? So, like, I'm just going to move my desk up a little bit. I feel like I'm hunching over slightly. I don't know if you can hear that. Right. So, number one that we're going to do is not snooze. Oh, my God. And you've heard me talk about this on daily habits uh, the daily habits web uh, podcast that I did last year but snoozing is the worst action you can take in your whole day because it's a thing that we first do in the morning which is basically you're pressing snooze on your day you're pressing snooze on the things that you should be doing okay so automatically you are putting your mind frame in that snooze button on the back foot so if I can obliterate everyone from snoozing from this just from doing this episode like jobs are good in so when we snooze like I said you're it's like you're pressing snooze on your day okay you're choosing not to get up you're choosing to be not productive and 
you know, just saying like, oh, can't, can't be bothered, we're not going to do it, 10 more minutes, 10 more minutes, and we know that that isn't a motivational mood to be in, and it's all, it's just not good for the rest of our day, so my advice when it comes to snoozing, number one, delete it off your phone, girls, that is the easy, remember when it comes to habit change and breaking bad habits, we want to make it as difficult as possible to complete that habit to be able to break it, so number one is delete snooze off your phone, now I personally don't even sleep with my phone in my bedroom, and again, I haven't done this for probably coming up to four, maybe even five years now, so your bedroom should be your relaxation zone, your switch off zone, your sleep zone, and we all know how bad our phones are for taking our energy, you know, I'll just check this, I'll just check that, so in an ideal world, you don't even have your phone, in your room, and we'll talk about what you can replace it with in a second. Um, but yeah, snoozing, like I said, putting your back, putting your day on the back foot. And if we're starting our day like that, guess what else is going to happen? That is going to trickle into the rest of our day. Okay, so you've got two options. If you're saying, "Yeah, I'm tired when I wake up," okay, you got two options: go to bed earlier or get up later. Now, the majority of us just need to go to bed um, earlier and not sit shock on our phones or watching Netflix till 11, 12 o'clock at night when we know we've got to be up at six, okay? Because we are then going to go into that lesser sleep time. So we, we again, sleep podcast been done, but we're aiming for seven to nine hours sleep every night, okay? For the majority of us, we are looking at that seven hour mark because we have busy lives, okay? I get it. And I am one of them people, but I really do make a, a non-negotiable of seven hours. Like that is my thing. Okay, so I don't, but you've got two options. You go to bed earlier or you get up later and just don't snooze. Okay, now if you're thinking, yeah, but Emma, I need, I need my phone in my room, you don't. Here's what I recommend. Okay, I recommend you invest in a sunlight alarm, sunrise alarm. What are they called? Sunlight. Anyway, put it in a, on Amazon. They're about, I think they range from like 25 up to 100 quid. Girls, I've got the 25 quid one. Okay, so. You put this in on Amazon and what this does, it's honestly magic. It is a game changer. And I can say this with 100% confidence. Every single one of my clients that has invested into one of these alarms is like, oh my God, I'm, you know, 30 years into life. And this is what I'm finding out. I should be waking up like, what the hell? So a sunrise alarm, you basically have it. You set your alarm time and then I think it's like 30 minutes before your alarm is due to go off. It gradually and beautifully start putting light into your room very, very subtly and the light gets brighter and brighter. By the time that your alarm goes off on this alarm clock, the, the light is so bright, but it's naturally brought you out your sleep. One of the massive, most horrible fucking things about using your phone for an alarm is this. It's pitch black. You've been in a deep sleep and you're waking up to this horrible sound, which is Again, waking you up if, if you are in a deep sleep, like jolting you out of sleep, which is not good for our stress levels. It's not, It automatically puts us in a bad mood because we're like, fuck off. Okay, so again, the sunrise alarms do not do that because we're going to go a little bit sciencey. With our, our sleep hormone, okay, so... With our sleep hormone, which you know, when we have when we talk about sleep hormone, girls, we're not talking about it makes us sleep, which it makes us feel sleepy. We're talking about the hormone that tells your body it's sleep time, it shuts everything down, it starts making you 
like you know bringing down your your energy levels bringing down like your eye level everything to make you go to sleep it doesn't actually make us feel sleepy okay that's adenosine which is again a whole like we're not even getting into that let's focus on sleep hormone okay so the hormone that goes around your body that says it's sleep time now what happens when the when this is stimulated by light okay and dark so when it's darker it tells your body it's sleep time when it's lighter it tells your body it's time to wake up okay with the sunrise alarm god it's like a freaking advert isn't it should be getting paid for this with the sunrise alarm when that light gradually comes on it starts telling your body that it's time to get up but you're still asleep because it naturally gradually brings you out slows that ho- slows that sleepy hormone down and brings you out of your sleep so when that alarm goes up you are not waking up jolting stressed on edge because your body started to go through the process of waking you up. Honestly, it's magic. So biggest advice, take charge your phone either on the other side of the room, out of your hands, and we'll get to this bit in a minute, or in a different room, okay, altogether, which is what I do. Phone goes on charge in my office, okay? Sunrise alarm brings us out, so we wake up peacefully, gradually, just more lovely, And then we're going to get up because the sunrise alarm isn't next to our bed. It's on the other side of the room on your dressing table. So you have to get up and get out of bed to turn the alarm off. Problem solved. You are up. You are out of bed. You can't stay in bed because you can't just grab your phone and press news. Again, like I said on the habits, we are making it more difficult for us to stay in bed. Excuse me. So we are up and we are out of bed. Okay, so... First point of call, do not fucking snooze. Delete it off your phone. Put your phone on charge in a different room. Invest in a sunlight alarm. And um, honestly, it's just going to solve 100 of your problems and be a game changer for you. That's why I'm not giving you an alternative because I just think everybody should have a sunrise alarm. They they literally should. Um, And it's going to, like I said, bring you out in a better mood. Second thing is, which again, a lot of what a lot of people do is they snooze. And then what's the second thing you do? You scroll. You scroll on your phone because your phone's next to you. Yeah. Oh my God. Guys, the reason I'm so passionate about this is because I used to do this. My whole habit around my phone for so many years was I'd get up. No, I wouldn't get up. I'd stay in bed, snooze, grab my phone, and then it'd be like, right, check Daily Mail. What the fuck? Honestly, I look back at my old self. I'm like, what were you doing? Check Daily Mail, check Instagram, check Facebook. Okay. Not I'm bearing in mind it weren't my job to be on Instagram. This is when I was working at, in the gym, and it wasn't that I used to want to have to do that, it's because I wanted to stay in bed. And I used to say to myself, Yeah, but if I go on this, it'll stimulate my brain, so then I'll get up. And I guarantee so many of you listen to this or thinking this, but I'll go on WhatsApp to catch up with everyone. Why are you doing that at 6 a.m. in the morning? No, absolutely not. Um or like, you know, go on Instagram. Now, we've got to remember, social media is great for some things, okay? Ideally, we'd, we'd all spend half an hour on it each day, catching up with friends, seeing what they're doing. We all know that's not realistic, okay? We'd spend fucking hours on it. So, social media is not there to wake you up and stimulate your brain for the day, okay? We all know the majority of the time, we will see something on on social media that will trigger, trigger us, make us feel anxious, make us feel jealous, make us feel like oh my god and again who who are you looking at at 6 a.m in the morning you're probably looking at people sorry who are like me who are up and out on a walk or in the gym and then that's gonna make you feel like 
shit because you're going to be like, oh, I wish I'd done that. Like, it's just going to set your tone in a neggy vibe for the rest of the day. So no scroll, set yourself a limit of 60 minutes. And this is going to make sense in a minute, girls, but set yourself a goal of no social media, no phone, 60 minutes before you get up. Nobody is paid enough to get and check their emails at 6am in the morning, not even me. And I work for myself. I don't get up and check my messages from clients at 6am. Oh, no, no. And you certainly shouldn't be doing it for checking emails or checking WhatsApps or anything like that at 6am. Now, just as a little caveat on that, I'm not talking about if someone's poorly in hospital or you're waiting for a message back from the lad that you're seeing or whatever. Okay, do you know do you know what I mean? I'm not talking about the little things. I'm talking about on a whole as as a as a as a normal as a regular reoccurrence. We should be setting a 60 minute no phone time. And guess what? What I've just said earlier on by putting your phone on charge in a different room. It's going to be, you're going to be able to do that a lot more easily than sleeping next to your phone. Okay. So that's the first, that's the second one is no scroll. Okay. Not only is it going to get you out of bed, but also from a mental side, girlies, it is going to set you up with, you're going to wake up and feel positive and not have that opportunity to affect your mood or affect how you feel by seeing something on social media that triggers you so again from a two what do you call it two-ended oh i don't know two positives it's going to get you up because you're not going to be scrolling in bed and you're not going to trigger yourself with something negative to start your day okay so we are up because we haven't snoozed we are up because we haven't scrolled we are then going to make our bed one, because we're grown adults and that's what we should do. But two, because again, making your bed has got so um, so much direction of ticking off, of so much positive direction to make you feel like you are taking off the first task of your day, okay? And I know it seems small, but remember what I always say, the smallest things add up to the biggest results. And this one is tiny, but so impactful, you get up, you make your bed. And what does a bed look like when it's made? It looks neat. It looks tidy. We feel like, okay, yeah, job done. Okay. What that is going to do for your mindset is then going to say, right, my first job, my first task of the day is complete. It's neat. It's tidy. It's done. Let's crack on. And that is then going to trickle on to other tasks that you complete in the day. Trust me on this one. Okay. Because let's look at the flip side. If we get up, roll out of bed, don't make the bed. One, we haven't done the first task of the day. Two, our bedroom is messy, which our messy environment can lead to like a messy mindset. So by doing this small, what you may think is insignificant is actually setting the tone for the rest of your day. So get up, make your bed. All right. The next thing we're going to do, I want to say this is optional, but I just think everyone should do it, is a cold shower. This is where people go, fuck off, no way. But honestly, bear with me on this one, okay? I started doing this, I think it was October 2020. So where are we, 2023? So nearly three years ago, or maybe it was 2019. No, it was 2020, it was 2020, yeah. So I started doing this in October 2020 because I signed up to this like challenge thing and I was like, okay, let's do it out of my comfort zone, all that. I'm telling you, 100 million percent, I'd put a thousand pounds on it, I'd put 10,000 pounds on it. I have not missed a day since I started doing this. Even when I've poorly, Christmas day, birthday, holiday, I've done a cold shower. 
because the biggest thing there are so many benefits and a lot of this is going around on social media about um cold water exposure and the benefits of it it's got so many benefits for like our immune system your hair skin nails the studies show it can attribute to fat loss but for me it's the mental side it is so i couldn't give a hoot about any of them other benefits if they didn't exist although i do think it has helped my immune system if they didn't exist it wouldn't matter because for me the mental aspect of getting in that cold shower is probably the hardest thing i have to do every single day and if i can do that i know that my mental resilience massively improves for the rest of the day because i've done a cold shower not only that but also it wakes you up of course it does it's freezing fucking cold (laughs) So I always say to my clients when they're starting it, if you, because uh, I have a habit tracker for my clients called morning energy, which has got specific tasks in to help get their energy up in the morning. And the cold shower is one of them because so many of us rely on coffee and caffeine. When I'm telling you now, having a cold shower is literally like 10 shots of espresso. And that's why I say to myself, time for my, time for my 10, 10 espressos. And you know what? It's it's like a switch. I can't explain it, girls. It's like a switch. When I get in that shower and get out that shower, I am like a different freaking person. Um, Because like I said, it wakes me up. It makes my mental resilience switch on, okay? Do not be naive thinking that I get up like bloody snow white whistling getting into a cold shower. No, I do not. I get up. I have a way to put the shower on. I'm like, fuck, don't want to do it. But you know what, my, because it's such a habit now, I could go through in my head, I don't want a habit, and before I finish saying the sentence, I'm in the shower, because it's habit, and this is the power of habits, habit stacking, all of this jazz, so anyway, cold shower, Um, I do not love it, but I love the benefits of it, and this is where we talk about long-term gratification and instant gratification, okay, instant gratification would be staying in my warm bed, but because I know that long-term gratification of how I'm going to feel afterwards that's why I do it, because it makes me feel like this, like the energy I'm bringing to the podcast, I attribute, is that the word? I don't know, to the cold shower, you get my gist, so anyway, cold shower, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, you start with it blasting on the back of your neck, and again, this is to do with our neurological pathways and how it hits our, our system, but all we need to know is get a cold shower, I do like a little routine in the cold shower, so Back of the neck, I count to 10. I count to 10 six times to try and do a minute in there. So back of the neck, 10 on my face, on my arms, on my legs, 10 back, back on my neck, back on my face, boom, done, let's go for the day. I promise you now that if you are thinking, I couldn't do that, well, no, you couldn't, because first of all, you're telling yourself you couldn't do it. But if you shift that and think, right, I'm going to give this a go, and don't just try it once, because yes, it's going to be horrible it's cold shower it's no not nice but if you set yourself all right um 14 days no misses let's freaking do this drop me a message and tell me tell me that you've done it for 14 days and tell me that your day hasn't improved and i will eat my hat okay because i know 100 that it will so that's the next one cold shower just to clarify where we're up to so we're not snoozing we're not scrolling we've made our bed we've cold showered we're now going to move on to hydration okay pint of water before anything else hydrate before you caffeinate okay live by that saying girls okay so again so, and i speak to girls in the gym in the mornings i'm like how are you getting on blah blah and they're like oh yeah you know telling me about 
I'm here, blah, blah, blah. I've just had my coffee. I'm like, cool, Jack, do you have water for your coffee? Oh, no, straight on the coffee. I'm like, girl, come on. Just a little water break. As we always do when we talk about water. Um, okay, so hydrate before your caffeinates. Why is this important? Number one, when we are sleeping, this is your body's chance to um, get rid of all the toxins it's built up. We always know that we go for our stinky wee in the morning. Um, I don't think mine's that smelly anyway, but let's not talk about smelling of wee's. But it is our strongest way in the morning because we've gone through that big period of time of sleeping, detoxifying. So what does it mean when our wee is yellow or a little bit stronger in smell? That is your body's way of flushing everything out, and we need to top it up so it's nice and hydrated, so we get that nice pale yellow way color. Okay, I didn't realize I was going to talk about we so much, and that is why we need to hydrate. Okay, so we need to top up our fluid levels with water because remember, caffeine, um, it is a diuretic. Okay, so we, which means our body wants to get rid of it. We want to go wee wees. We want to go poo poos after we've had it. So we need to make sure that before we caffeinate, which by the way, I freaking love coffee and we'll talk about that in a second. Um, we need to make sure that we are getting at least a pint of water in. Okay. So number one, it's to rehydrate us and to top up our body's fluid levels from the toxins we've got rid of. Number two, mental energy. Okay. Your your brain needs to be hydrated to perform option optimally. So again, who, you, we all need to be performing optimally in the morning because that's when, you know, we've got the rest of the day to go ahead with. Duh, simple, I know. So again, putting water in is going to increase your cognitive function for the rest of the day. And then from a fat loss perspective, there is some studies that show drinking a pint of water in the morning, 500 ml of water in the morning can help um, increase your metabolic rate as well. But like I said, like, as you can tell, that is way down on my list because health before anything, right? So if we need to be hydrated, we need to get that water in and to cognitive functions make us switched on for the day. So they, for me, are the two big important ones. And also, if you are struggling to get your water intake in, it is a great way to start start your day off with a big pint of water. So that is that one. Hydrate before you caffeinate. And just a little side note then on caffeine. So when we have coffee, uh, when, when we wake up, let's take it back a step. When we wake up, right? in the morning, you will know it, we should notice when you start implementing this, that your energy levels are high, okay, and you become more alert within that first 60 minutes, and this is, again, because what's happening is our body's natural stress levels are rising, because we are, our body's natural alertness levels are, are rising, because it's the start of the day, we're coming from, you know, a sleep, solid sleep, so that's when we feel more alert, we do not need to then be adding caffeine in that, in the first 60 minutes, okay? This is is like setting yourself up for a fail later in the day because what actually happens is if you're putting caffeine in within like 20, 15 minutes of waking, you're adding on top to your own natural um your own body's alertness level. So you think it's a caffeine when it's not, it's your body's natural function starting to wake up. And what you're doing by adding caffeine in is then setting yourself for a huge fucking crash about three or four hours later. So my advice, and this is what studies have showed, the most optimal time to take caffeine is between 60 and 90 minutes after waking. Now, if you implement the next few points we're going to go through, that's going to be easily done, okay? Because this is what I do. So I get up at um, 5.40, 5.45 a.m., 
and then I do all my bits and bobs. By the time I get in, well, actually, and I'll go to the gym now and I don't have a coffee till I come back from the gym. But let's say it's not a gym day. My first coffee will be around 7 a.m. So I'm like an hour and 20 minutes after I wake up is my first coffee with my book. So, okay, so caffeine, we need to put it on the back burner. Or if you are like, no way, I freaking love my coffee, it's my time. Do me a favor, just get that pint of water in before you have the coffee. That is going to just massively, massively, massively help you, okay? So best option, wait 60 minutes. Second best option, just drink a pint of water before you have your coffee. Like I said, you're dehydrated when you wake up. Your body starts to dehydrate when we have caffeine. Don't give it a double whammy, okay? Get an interjection of water in there. All right, so next one on our list, girls, is move. Move in the morning. Move in the morning, for sure, for sure, for sure. So again, it comes down to not just a fat loss fitness thing of getting your movements in in the morning. You've got energy. It's not You're not carrying this cloud of, I've got to do a workout later on. If we do it in the morning, we have more motivation. We have less decision fatigue. So just a quick note on decision fatigue, which I've spoke about plenty of times before. Decision fatigue, guys, is our ability to make the decisions that are best for us. And as we have to make these going throughout the day, our decision fatigue increases. So that means we get more tired mentally. And that's why by the end of the day, we just order a chippy or we don't go to the gym or we don't do our steps because we've made so many other choices throughout the day that our decision fatigue is really high and, and we just can't be bothered. So that is why working out and moving and doing your steps in the morning, I'm always saying like front load your workouts to the day, get get a big chunk of steps in the morning because you just... Your decision fatigue is low, your energy is high, and you're like, yeah, I am going to do the workout. I am going to get my steps in. Um, So that's why I recommend get your workouts in in the morning, get your steps done. If, for whatever reason, you can't leave the house, I don't know, you're on tag, no, I'm joking, you, you, you've got the kids or whatever, move, still move, set yourself a five-minute timer and either do a morning routine, a morning yoga routine, like a little bit of stretching, um, oh, that's what I'm just doing now, actually. So a little bit of morning stretching. You can set yourself a little target and be like, right, I'm going to do 10 squats, 10 press-ups, 10 sit-ups, and just keep going for five minutes and just do that, okay? But you want to be moving. Again, so many health benefits. Improves, get your brain going for the day because we have to think about it. Get your blood pumping, helps with your digestion, makes us feel good. Yeah, just really positive to get your bodies moving makes us feel less sluggish wakes us up like i said get your blood blood pumping and the reason i focus on this is when our blood pumps is more oxygen going around our body which gives us more energy and makes us feel more alert for the day so five minute move but if you can get outside get outside on your morning walk okay there are Oh, my morning walk, girls, no joke, is the favorite part of my day. And I've spoken about this so many times before, but it's a favorite part of my day. It's quiet. My head is clear from sleep. I've not been on my phone. That is my reflection time. That is my time to reflect on the day behind. That is my time my time to think about the day ahead. That is my time to talk to the universe. Okay, you might not be with me so far on this one, but I have chats with the universe every day. I'm going to talk about my next point in a minute um but that is where I do my gratitude I do my affirmations I say good morning to the birds I whistle back to them I know you're probably laughing 
But guess what? Guess who's a morning person? Me. Guess who has the majority of great days? Me. And I swear to God, I genuinely think it's because I nail my morning routine and that morning walk in the morning just absolutely sets me up. So I um, don't listen to anything on my phone when I do these morning walks. I just go and yeah, start my day with gratitude, affirmations, fresh air, sunlight now, it's lighter, which is freaking amazing because again, one of the biggest things that we want to be doing in the morning to wake us up is bright lights. So something I used to do many moons ago was I would put my lamp on when I was getting ready. Or, you know, I wouldn't put any lights on in the house and I'd get in the car and I'd drive to work, it'd be pitch black. Fucking hell, it's just the worst thing. So when you get up in the morning, you want bright light. You want your eyes to be simulated with brightness, ideally sunlight. Okay, we live in England, but like bright light. And again, this is going to help wake you up. And um, it's also going to help with your sleep because your body wants to be in a solid wake and sleep cycle. So by getting bright lights in as soon as we wake up, helps us snap out of that sleepy mindset so this is what i'm saying yes we want to move but ideally girls get outside fresh air sunlight reflective time moving your body and also moving on to our last point it helps us with the my favorite last point which is absolutely going to set your brain up in the best way possible is gratitude is practicing gratitude so I'm actually just gonna have to pause this and go on to the next one because it's gonna cut me off. Bear with. Okay, gratitude. Hopefully that was a seamless connection. It only gives me 30 minutes, doesn't it? So why do we want to practice gratitude? What is it and how can we start to do it? So why do we want to practice gratitude? So okay, let's actually go back. What is it? Practicing gratitude is saying things as simple as what we are grateful for. Okay, you want to know what mine was this morning? I'll give you a few examples. My great my gratitude this morning was I am so grateful to be able to see in colour. Now I know you're thinking, what the FM? That is so weird. But it doesn't matter, and that's the beauty of it. That for me was what I was grateful for because I was looking at the beautiful sunrise this morning, appreciating that, the green trees, uh, the blue sky, the orangey sun that I thought. I'm so lucky that I get to see this because there are people in life that don't have this opportunity. How lucky am I that I get to, to see this? Some other things I was grateful for this morning. There was a lot this morning, actually. I wake up feeling very grateful. Buddy. Okay. Um, at the moment, he's going through this phase where he loves his dad more than me, but we're okay with that. He's a great dog. He brings me joy. I'm also grateful that I have a really good relationship with my mum and dad. I'm very grateful for them. They're great human beings. And, you know, so these simple things, simple, how simple are they, girls? Okay, so simple. I was also grateful for the job I get to do. I'm always grateful for that. But like I said, there was a lot this morning. Let's, let's move on in. So I was grateful for them three things, okay? Now, what am I, what I am doing by saying that out loud and putting that out, putting that energy out into the universe and, and just setting my mind, even if you're not into energy, I'm setting my mind in a positive frame of mind. I'm setting my day in a positive frame of mind, okay? Now, I've spoke about this before. As humans, we are inclined to look for the negative, okay? And this is why I do what I do. This is why I do the podcast, because I want to break that cycle. We can change it, okay? Your mind is a muscle like anything else. As long as we train it in the right way, it's going to get better and it's going to get stronger, but we need to work on it. So if our minds are inclined to look for danger, look for the negative from our caveman days, well, we know we don't need to majority, you know, we don't need to look for lions coming to eat us. 
okay, all the day. Do you know what I mean? We don't need to look at tri for, for tribes with spears and stuff. We're over that. We've mastered that. So we need to train our brain to come away from that and look for the positive. And the way we do that, just like we do reps in the gym, is by focusing on positive things. So if you start your day with gratitude, with being positive, you are then setting your day your frame of mind to be focused on the positive. So you are going to see the positive as the day goes on. But guess what else it's going to help with? It's going to help with mental resilience of when something negative does happen. You've already practiced the positive in the morning. So you know what you're not going to do? You're not going to lose your shit. And you're not going to be consumed by the negative because you can pause and you can go, okay, is that the worst thing? No. You know, the, my gratitude this morning was I'm alive. I'm 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 healthy. I'm alive. Okay, John has deleted all my document that I spent yesterday doing. Fucking fuming at him, but no one's died. I'll explain it. I'll just, you know, we'll sit down, we'll do it together, we'll get it done, and this is going to pass. Okay, so I don't have to lose my shit. And that one little situation is then not going to dictate my whole day into being a negative because I pra practice gratitude, train my brain to be positive. Boom. Okay. Hopefully, this is landing. Hopefully, you are feeling like. Yes, Em, I can do this, okay? So practicing gratitude as part of your morning routine. Now, girls, you don't have to do this on a morning walk. That is just, you know, how I do it, how I like to do it. I like to combine things and habit stack, which is, again, something we totally need to get on board with. I'll talk about that in a minute. If you have a commute to work or you drive the kids to school or just whatever you do in the morning where you have got one minute, two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, whatever it is, that's where you practice your gratitude. And again, that is the amazing thing about being practicing gratitude is that you can do it whenever, wherever you are. And even if you just want to start by doing it in your head, that's amazing. I fully do it out loud, by the way. And I've spoken about this before. Crazy person walking around at 6am is me. But yeah, if you want to practice it in your head, no problem. But just practice it. It is the most simple and effective thing to set your day up in the best way that you can, being positive. So hopefully that helped. Right. That is it. There are there are so many other things, by the way, that you could implement into a morning routine, such as I read every morning. I give myself time every morning to do me. I gym in the morning. You know, you can you can build out your morning routine, but I'm trying to keep this as a real and as effective for as many people as possible possible. So let's run through the things that you are now going to take on board and start to implement, and then tell me in two weeks how you feel, okay? So number one, you're not going to snooze. You're going to put your phone on charge in another room. You're going to have a little look at sunrise alarms. If you cannot afford a sunrise alarm at the moment, save for it. Ask it for a birthday present. That is how passionate I am that you get one of these things, okay? But if you want to start implementing this from the get-go, put your phone on charge away, away from you. So when it goes off in the morning, you have to get up out of bed and turn it off. That way, again, you're not going to stop yourself from, you're going to stop yourself from scrolling, from snoozing. So do that, but honestly, save for a sunrise alarm. You are not going to scroll because we are going to be up, but we are not snoozing, okay? You are going to set a 60-minute no phone time in the mornings or 30 minutes. Whatever you can do to start, just start. You're then going to make your bed neat and tidy, which is going to be your first task for the done for the day, and your environment is going to be neat and tidy, so your head's going to be neat and tidy, you are going to give an attempt to a cold shower, okay? That doesn't mean, by the way, I meant to say this, but you don't have to get in it cold. You can get in and have a wash, then just turn it on cold. Just don't turn it back to hot, okay? Cold shower, get out. You're going to have a glass of water before you have your first coffee. 
you are going to move your body. So put your clothes on. Do it, or don't have to put your clothes on. Do it naked. Do it in your jammers if you're doing a movement routine. But ideally, put your clothes on. Don't go outside naked and go for a five-minute walk. Get some fresh air in and practice your gratitude. So whether that is, let me just tell you my morning routine, right? This is going to help. So sunrise alarm goes off. I am up. I make my bed. I have a quick swig of water. Then I do my cold shower. Finish my pint of water. I get dressed. I go downstairs, get buddy, go on our morning walk. I come back. I have another pint of water. So I have two pints of water. I then make my drink for the gym. I'm then in the car, off the gym, come home, make my coffee, make my breakfast, read my book, start work. Hopefully I didn't miss anything out then. Oh, on my walk, I practice my gratitude and my affirmations. Okay. So that is like my morning routine. So I get up at quarter to six, I am home by eight, um, and then start work when I need to start work. So that's my morning routine. Like I said, you could take obviously a solid over an hour out by the time I'm in the gym and just focus on them three points, on, on them five, um, six points that we went through. But I honestly recommend that if you can't do all six, just start with one. Start with how I built that up. Just start with not snoozing. Just start with not snoozing, not scrolling. Even that in itself is going to have such a huge impact in your day. I absolutely promise you, it just will. I, I can't express enough how much it will, but I know it will. So you need to trust me. Okay, so morning routine is just not for on your work days, okay? The reason I'm doing this podcast is because, like I said, I do this every single day. Now, that doesn't mean I get up a quarter to six every Saturday and Sunday because I don't. Sometimes I don't set an alarm and I wake up at, you know, half six, lol, lying. But I have a bit of flexibility of a weekend. But do you know what else I do over weekends? I still stick to it. So I still, I might wake up naturally without my alarm, but I still get up, make my bed, cold shower, water, walk gratitude, I love my morning walks, like I said, I don't need to go on about that again, it's my favourite part of my day, so that might be of a weekend, that might be at 8am rather than 6am, but I still do it, because what we have to remember is that if we want to build a routine of having a great day, solid habits, we need to repeat it, we need to repeat it, so again, what I might change on my morning routine, for example, it's normally my walk. So, so I might get up a little bit later. I still make my bed, cold shower, clothes on. But I then, rather than doing my, um, I like a, I change my, my walking route. So like sometimes it's 2K, 3K, 4K, depending on time. But I might go out for an hour and a half walk. So I might lengthen it. I might only read for five minutes. So I read self-development books and I also read business books. But over weekends, I might read something else just like pick up a book and just read a different chapter. But I still try and keep that in because I want that routine to become solid and habit. Well, it is now, but I actually enjoy that routine. And I know regardless of me being in work and doing my morning routine to fill my own cup up, I do it over weekends so I can still fill my cup up and I can go into the weekend, whether that's plans with friends or family with Ollie, with work, like I'm still prioritizing me over weekend. So when it comes to routine, it's not just a Monday, Friday thing. Be flexible with the time if you want to, but try and still keep it in. Okay, girls, we're done. We are complete on our morning routine podcast episode. So my God, I hope this was, I hope you enjoyed listening to this as much as I was hyped about doing it. I feel like I'm on like on level Twitch. I mean, I did. Oh, girls, oh my God, I just realized why I'm so hyped. 
obviously because I love my morning routine, but also this morning I ran out of my ristretto coffees, which are like the really strong ones. Oh my God, it's totally just hit me. This is what's happened. And and so I've got these like weaker espresso ones. So rather than having, I had three of them. I made three black espressos rather than one ristretto thinking, oh, it'll just be the same. Oh God, that's why. Okay, so wish me luck for the rest of the day then. <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening. I um, do apologize now for probably the speed that that has come out because, yeah, technically I had three espressos. Brilliant. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this, but more importantly, I hope you took something to implement from this. Please drop me a message at underscore em.powered. Uh, let me know how you get on. Any questions, fire them over. And if you did enjoy it, please give me a rating and please share me on socials if you feel like this could help any other woman in the world improve their morning routine and most of all, improve their mindset for the rest of the day and their health. I appreciate you listening and I always appreciate hearing off you and I will see you next time.